Luke chapter 15, uh, from verses number 11. And someone who has the complete Jewish Bible, I don't know who has someone who has that version. Kids. <laughs> they will help me with that. And um, the complete Jewish Bible. But before we go there, since we have our father in the house, how many others do we have here? Apart from a poor and and when I was thinking about this this word, what prompted me to go to this word is God had placed a question in my spirit and I was asking myself what is that one thing because the fathers that I've interacted with, they want the best for their sons and their daughters is it not so about whether it is your biological son, whether it is your spiritual son, you want the best for them. And as children, you want to get the best from your father. Is, is it true? Yes, yes. We, want the we want to get the best from our fathers. Yes. But the question that is in my mind, what is the disconnect between achieving or the, our fathers giving the best to us and us receiving the best from our fathers. Amen? Amen. And uh, so that is what we'll be trying to answer today. And because we have three fathers here, maybe you can give them a microphone. And I just want this. There are two questions that, that I want to ask. <laughs> <laughs> and the first question that I would want to that, that I would want you to tell us. Yes. We nominate Chilo. <laughs> the first thing that you want want you to tell us is in your journey as a father, is there that one thing? that you've wanted Annette to do, you would have done for them, but you knew you couldn't do it because they needed to do it themselves. Is there that one thing? And if there is, tell us what it is. <laughs> that one thing you wanted them to do and you definitely would have done it for them, but you wanted them to do it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I, uh, that I that she was she wanted to do or she was supposed to do that I could do. <laughs> but I have I had to allow her to do it. Cindy, that is the question. Pray for me, pray for me. Thank you, God. That thing. 
first, I would want to ask to have the three answers. As I said, I'm not pitching, we're just having a conversation. So we're going to have the three fathers in the house answer us that question. And in doing this, I want us to create a picture because God is our father. And we're having a, uh, we are having this, we have this picture in our mind that God is our father and we are the children. And so in that, now you put that question and the answers. You also have need to get your answers. Because I can pick at random, just apart from the fathers. So, <laughs> so also have that that in your mind. Okay. I'll say the simplest. I think this is this is one of the simplest simplest things. The simplest. Um, for example, when when uh, story of Uoga. <laughs> By the way. As a dad, I feel like you require come to turn pressure. Yeah, you shower, kujiosha, Even though say she's a big girl, eh, she's going to grade two. And a floss kabisa. That is something as my princess. I would like as in Mimi, and I know sometimes we have had serious conversations concerning such moments, such, such things that I like to do it for her. That nim prepare nim kanye kila kitu nim tolenguo nijueni niya tapa nimbike pasi. As all those things, but now, for her sake and for her to to grow, I know I have to allow her to do it herself. Thank you. That's the simplest. Something, something I can think of. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Has, it, has it made sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, young, mine is simple. I'm raising a son and he's two years old. So me watch a two in me sometimes so that he knows that uh, you're to see poor. Because sometimes in the conversation, like I want to remove it. But I would not. I will not always be there. So he needs to know his mama chapachini. So when he when he does that, the next time, and I like you find him trying to sort out now, um, is on my is on my situation. Sorry, come on, traumatized. We have one more, Isaac. Let's appreciate him. <laughs> Yangu pia ni simple. Yangu ni maombi. Darling, anaobanga wakati tunakula. Tukienda kula. So saa zingine namuombea lakini najua lazima train kufanya nini? Kuomba. So kila wakati hata kama anaharibu kwa sababu anaanzanga God bless baba. Baba lale, mama lale. Anahesabu watu wote. 
Lakini sasa najua lazima fanye nini? Atwe kuoma. Sadeni. The whole reason I brought out this question is I want us to imagine you are the child. Sometimes we cry to God for things. We cry to God to do so many things for us or on our behalf. But he wants us to grow. He wants us to grow. And remember the, the topic today is the heart of a father. So does it mean that these three fathers do not love their children? Do they love their kids? Yeah. They do? Yeah. So how many people have gone through trials and sometimes in Ashimba, is God here? God, where are you? Many times. So do we understand why? And the Bible tells us that uh, someone can read for us um, maybe I can I can just paraphrase second Corinthians 3 318 the Bible says that we all with unveiled faces beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the Spirit of the Lord and one thing that I believe as as they have told us if there's one thing that God desires is for us to be like him amen and if he, if he desires for us to be like him, then we have to constantly see him do the things that he does for us to be, to be like him. I believe when Seth was starting to walk, he saw, he desired to walk because he saw you walk. And as he started walking, and one of the examples that I thought that I would get is when the child starts crawling and maybe you'd want to lift them up but you may withheld to lift them up because see I, I believe we've all seen kids grow is that what happens you'd want them to and I believe that this is one of the things that our father wants us to do he desires us to be like him but in as much as he desires us to be like him there are things that he wants us to do because he has given us a free will he gave us a free will so that you can choose this is the right thing to do or this is the wrong thing for me to do and once you have that then you have in as much as it, it might be difficult for you to make that difficult choice you have to push yourself to be there amen and uh, um, Proverbs seventeen six. Someone can read for us that, and then somebody else will open Ephesians five, verse one. And someone can read for us, or maybe you can read that. That is Galatians 4. Let me read Galatians 4 as there. Someone else opens the, the others. Galatians 4, verse, verse 1, the Bible says, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differs, um, differs nothing 
from a servant. Though he be Lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. I will read that again. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differs nothing from a servant. Though he be Lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the appointed uh, and until the time appointed of the father and uh, there's something Apo mentioned on Sunday maybe I'm going ahead of myself I always hear Apo say that and now it makes it <laughs> 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 it makes a lot of sense, but it is well. So, for that verse, we go back to what I was saying before that God wants us to mature in the things of the Spirit. That is His desire. And coming back now to us. As awakening church, the whole year our pastors have labored. Our pastors have labored. And we need to ask ourselves as an individual, have I grown? Have I grown in the things of God? What's the difference between January 2022 or, or January 2023 and December 2023? Have I grown in the things of God? Because I believe it pains the Father. It pains our fathers to see us do the same things and same things and same things over and over again. We need to grow. We need, as we go to, as we go for for the holidays, I urge all of us go ask yourself, what how, how far have I grown? What do I need to do different in twenty twenty three? And don't, it's, this is not just about setting your resolutions. And it's just getting to know you cannot be a toddler for over 20 years. You need to grow. <laughs> it will be so unfortunate for you to, be, to remain as a toddler. And yet, there are things that God wants you to do. God wants us to carry the hearts and the burdens of nations. And if we cannot grow to the point of carrying the burdens of our own families, then at what point will we get to carry the burdens of our cities, the burdens of our nations, the burdens of the countries, if we have opted to remain down there? And this calls for us to push ourselves. This calls for us to push ourselves. It calls for us to to be disciplined. Disciplined in terms, even in service, sometimes, I mean, praise and worship, and sometimes I come late, and I just feel, I have to call myself for a meeting and ask myself, what am I doing? You know, because God will not entrust us with the stadiums that are Paul always prophesied about if we cannot be faithful with what we have been entrusted in here. I see Carol very strict when it comes to intercessions. Hey. And, um, 
and sometimes we may not understand we may not understand understand why but i believe she has a revelation of why that has to be the case and i and my prayer is that we are able to get there because i know our father may not say it but as that child who is just there he may just look at us and say, as you know, just let you be until you grow up. Because there's something greater that God has given you. There's something greater that God has entrusted for this vision. But unless we grow, unless we allow ourselves, unless we push ourselves to be able to, to get to that next level as an, as an individual, not just as a church, as an individual. Once you get there as an individual, then whatever that God has entrusted in a poor, we'll be able to get it. Amen? But until we get there, because remember, it's he has been entrusted with that for the church as a corporate. And we are the church. You, me, the kids, and everyone else, those who are here, those who are not here. Unless we grow to that level, then we'll always be, be down. Uh, kids, uh, Luke 15. Amen. I believe we all know the story of the prodigal son. Right? So you can read from us. 20, yeah, from verse 20. So he got up and started back to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was moved with pity. He ran and threw his arms around him and kissed him warmly. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But his father said to his slaves, Quick, bring out a rope, the best one, and put it on him. And put a ring on his finger and shoes on his feet. And bring the calf that has been fattened up and kill it. Let's eat and have a celebration. For this son of mine was dead, but now he's alive again. He was lost, but now he has been found. And they began celebrating. Let, let me stop you a bit. They go back to that place of where there is the fattened calf. And bring the calf that has been fattened up and kill it. Pause there. Bring the cow that has been fattened. Amen? What does that mean? I was reading that translation yesterday, and God, as in, God just gave me a different understanding of it. And uh, we were discussing about faith, faith being a language. And that word just struck me. And faith is, what does Hebrews say? That faith is the, the evidence, the, the substance of things hoped for. Amen? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. They have, you, you're just hoping for them, but you have not seen them. And I believe that this father or the father has a lot of faith ah, for us. Amen. Eh. He fattened that calf. Eh. That fattening 
name of that calf was the evidence that he could that his son would come back. The son had gone. He didn't know where the son was. I don't know how he knew that he was wandering the money or not and all that, but he had faith. And last Sunday, I posted something and he said that the prodigal son had wisdom. Was, I don't know whether I'm discussing it. He had wisdom to know that he was entitled to the, to the inheritance. So he had gotten to the point of maturity. Remember what we fled in Galatians? That until a son or an heir matures to know that he has an inheritance. He cannot get to that point of even telling his people, telling the father that give me my inheritance. But he, but the prodigal son had the wisdom to know that I believe he had grown up to the point that I am entitled to my father's inheritance. And that is why he went and asked for it. And the father knew, I believe the father knew. The father knew that maybe I have not taught my son enough for him to be able to hold whatever that I have given him. Amen? And at the same time, he couldn't tell him that no, I cannot give you this. Because he probably knew, but by refusing to give the inheritance to the son, it would create such a big gap between them and it, would, it might ruin their relationship. Amen? And it's the same thing that happens. Sometimes God will give us something. Sometimes God will give us an idea. He'll give you an idea and tell you this is what, as if you can do this. And maybe you are not patient or we are not patient enough to wait or tally in the place of prayer and ask God, you want me to do this. How do I do it? Because I believe God can give you the ABC of every level of your life. But sometimes we are not patient as human beings. But that does not mean the Father in his loving nature that he will abandon us. Because what he did in this case, he gave the prodigal son his his inheritance and he allowed him to go. And once he went and he squandered all the money, he still knew, he had prepared, there was a particular robe. I believe it's not all brothers that wear the same outfit or that the same outfits that fit. Is it true? I've seen, I don't believe what a poor, what will fit a poor might fit Isaac. So this particular robe that had been prepared, it had been prepared for this particular son. It had been prepared specifically for him. The calf had been fattened specifically for him. And kids, please, please just, just go on. For this son of mine was dead, but now he's alive again. He was lost, but now he has been found. And they began celebrating. Now his older son was in the field. As he came close to the house, he had music and dancing. So he was called. He, so he called one of the servants and asked, "What's going on?" The servant told him, "Your brother has come back, and your father has slaughtered the calf that was fattened up, because he has gotten him back back safe and sound." But the older son. Pause. Pause the moment. 
what was the first thing that came to this? That your 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 brother has come back and the fatted cow in a chinjo. So if you see the reaction of the brother down there, my understanding is he didn't get angry that the father was celebrating, but he got mad that this fattened cow hung a power a celebrating the friends, and yet he has been there for all this time. Amen? But this one who went away and squandered everything that he had been given, he, this calf, imechinjo and yokum celebrate. I don't know whether you, you're getting, where I'm getting to. Please go on. Your brother has, the servant told him, your brother has come back and your father has slaughtered the calf that was fatted up because he has gotten him back safe and sound. But the older son became angry and refused to go inside. So his father came out and pleaded with him. Look, the son answered, I have worked for you all these years and I have never disobeyed your orders, but you have never even given me a young goat so that I could celebrate with my friends. Yet this son of yours comes who squandered your property with prostitutes, and for him you slaughter the fattened calf. Son, you are always with me, said the father, and everything I have is yours. You had to celebrate and rejoice, because this brother of yours was dead but has come back to life. He was lost but has been found. The Father desires that we know his heart for you. He desires that you know his heart for you. The mistake that this brother did, he was with the Father for all this time, yet he didn't know. He didn't get to know that if, if, I, if I also want my inheritance, I can get it. And he didn't get the understanding that if I can ask my father that I want to celebrate, he can do it. Amen? And my question, the question that I've been asking myself and I, that, I, that I would urge all of us to ask ourselves, am I in the presence of God? Am I always in prayer? But I have not come to the understanding, to the point of understanding what the Father's heart for me is what the father's will for me is the father would have desired that this person would have come to the level of being an heir but he was still at the point of being a slave he was still in with that mentality that uh and you can imagine the first person that he, he went to he went to us was a servant he couldn't have enough confidence to go and approach God, to go and approach his father and ask him. How many times, even in our situations, do things happen, or probably do situations happen, and we go, we don't go to ask God, we start blaming the circumstances, we start, we start blaming the people that are around us. Because when we do that, we are behaving like the slaves. We, have, we still have the mentality of a slave. We, we are going to ask the slave, what is happening? As in, what is happening? Yet we have the authority. And I believe this, 
The servant had the audacity to tell him all those stories because he knew this son is just like one of us. Yet God has placed us. You know what Psalms 8 says? That who is man? That thou art mindful of him. Why, why did the psalmist ask this question? You know? Because he knew sometimes we look down upon ourselves. You just can't see the good thing that is in you. You can't see exactly who you are in God. That you, you have to be reminded. You have to be reminded that you, um, you have been placed just below Elohim. That the angels are there to serve us. That one thing that amazes me, some fathers, personally, I, and one of the, the, the reasons why I believe I was having a bit of challenge having this someone. I, the love of a father that I know was, is the love that I've seen. My own brother with his own kids. Jiro with the daughter. I've not known my father. So there are things that I do not know about that relationship with a father. But one thing I have learned is the love of God as our Father. Let me not, let me not diverge. But God is our loving Father and He desires that He becomes frustrated when He sees us put ourselves way below what he has desired us to be. And I want us to just ask yourself, where am I with my father? And one of the things that I'm realizing that this other son, the elder son, got so familiar with the father that's why he couldn't get, or he didn't know how to deal with the father. And sometimes not knowing how to deal with our fathers will make us not get that which we are meant to get. Sometimes we are getting so familiar with them. And that familiarity, it's always said that familiarity breeds, breeds contact. And I believe that this is the reason why this elder son could not go and ask the father himself, could not get that respect. Because once he starts asking the servants, what will happen? They'll start spreading gossip. They'll start spreading gossip. And once they start spreading gossip, it in one way or another uh, strips away the father's clothing. It leaves him naked as a father. It leaves the father naked. He takes me back to, to Noah and his sons. This is in Genesis. Um, Genesis 9. Genesis 9, someone. If you can, someone can read for us. Genesis 9. 
or I can just read it. Genesis chapter 9, verse 9, uh, uh, verse 20. The Bible says that, And Noah began to be a husbandman, and he planted a vineyard. 21. And he drank of the wine and was drunk, and he was uncovered uh, in, inside his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brethren outside. And Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon both, uh, both their shoulders and, went, and went, uh, went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. And the faces were backward and they saw not their father's nakedness. Amen. Because once we allow that nakedness to be there, the only thing that it attracts is a curse. And it takes, uh, it takes away that right of inheritance. Amen? So I believe this is what the elders had did. So in as much as the father came out, the father came out and he still showed his love. He was, still, he was trying to explain to the, to the son that you have always been here with me. And everything that I have is, has always been yours. You know, it has always been yours. But this son had already uncovered the father. And the reason why this happened is because he could not have that confidence. What the Bible tells us that approach the throne of grace with? With confidence. So my, my, my desire is that we will be able to approach God with great confidence. We will be able to go to God without fearing anything. We'll be able to talk to God. There's, there's something that I was watching a while back and uh, someone was saying the different steps of a father. There's the place of discipline as a father. As at a particular age, you discipline your child. At a particular age, you become, the, you become a friend. And ask yourself, where am I with God? Am I still at the point of being disciplined? How do I go to the point of being a friend with him? And when I get to the place of friendship, how do I learn to receive from my friend who is my father? Amen? Because our father loves us, and he loves us so dearly, and uh, The Bible also tells us to that my 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 folk know my voice. They follow me. They follow my voice. They because they know my voice. May we desire or may we get to the point of knowing his voice so well that we cannot. We cannot, uh, what's the word? We cannot confuse it with anything else. And I believe this is where God wants us to be. This is his heart. He wants us to get so close to him. He wants us to know him, to know the point of respect, to know the point of friendship with him. 
to know the point of intimacy with him for us to be able to go to the next level that he desires us to go to. I believe that's, that's what I'm supposed to do.